2: And today, we will be interviewing Mr. Mark Karamira, the CEO and founder of Spay Taxi Cab. Cab. Yeah, yeah. So, Mark, welcome to Business Garage. (coughs) Thanks, Mitri. Thank you for having me. We are excited. Guys, get ready with your questions. Get ready to engage um, with us on all the social media platforms. We'd like to hear from you and be able to ask some of the critical questions that you want to ask. So, Mark, let's begin by asking. The very number one question, who is Mark? You told us a little bit about what you do, but who are you Um, and sort of the beginnings of your business journey? Like where did this journey of business begin?
1: Uh, Who is Mark? Mark is a young entrepreneur. Inspired, yeah, very young, very, very young, youthful. (laughs) Inspired by Mose obviously. Yeah,
2: the shirt. So I
1: went and got a shirt. When a guy inspires, he rubs off on you. So I had to go and get that shirt. Um, My journey of entrepreneurship started in my mother's kitchen when she advised me to go and pursue a course called entrepreneurship.
2: Entrepreneurship. I was
1: like, what is that even? So when I did my research about what entrepreneurship was, it seemed like an, uh, an exciting area. And so I went and studied that. And then that is where my problems began, <laughs> because my head went mad uh-huh. with possibilities, creating. Uh, it's so practical. You get to make something out of nothing. You get to create opportunities for people to impact, make money. So. I think after I, I, I went to university in Malaysia, so I saw a whole different way that things can be done over mm. there. and was really inspired, I was challenged, and so I came back with this hot head full of ideas <laughs> and said, you know what, from day one from the airport, yeah. I'll get home later, let me start. Wow. Yeah, literally.
2: So what did you start? You told me that you've started quite a number of... I would, we would like to hear. You see, one of the things we love here at Business Garage is to hear some of those crazy stories because there's people watching you who are probably at, right there. Are, their head is hot and full yeah. of ideas and they're excited <coughs> about the future. And so tell us some of the things that you ventured into all the way before Spare Taxi. We are coming there. But let's start with some of the things that you get your, got yourself into, yeah. some of the challenges you had, some of the ones that had to shut down. What has been your journey? Because you've been on this journey for 10 years now. So tell us about, and five of those have been Spare. Yeah. So the other five, want um, to get into it.
1: So as soon as I got back from university, mm-hmm. I thought, we thought to ourselves, my, myself and my partners, uh, my friends, we went to school together. We were not being told everything that we needed to know correctly about what it took to go and study in Malaysia. So the first thing we started was a student placement agency. Doing career guidance, student placement, helping students apply to university in Malaysia to go and study, all the paperwork, make the process smooth, simple, straightforward for them. And that was actually, I think, one of the most fulfilling things I had done. Because fast forward, you know, those students came back, now have jobs, and you think that you are part of that journey of them going to pick a right course. Uh, I remember fighting with parents a couple of times because they said, I want my child to go and study HR. I'm like, you're not the one who's going to study. Can we talk to the child and understand and guide them? Because we had seen people go there and drop out after the first year because mm-hmm. they were doing something mm-hmm. that they didn't feel passionate about. They were doing their parents' courses, <laughs> whatever the parents failed to do, whatever they wanted them to do. So the <laughs> child was totally disengaged. Mm. So that's the first uh, thing we started. Uh, took quite a, a number of, of students to, to go and study. Uh, and therein was my first challenge mm-hmm. in business, mm-hmm. working with friends. Oh. It's not that straightforward. It's, it's not that straightforward.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Not that straightforward. It, it got to a point ultimately where I said, you know what? Let's save the friendship mm. and sever the business relationship. Ooh. It was either that or we lose the friendship. And this was a long friendship from childhood from high school. Um, and, and what had happened is they, they hurriedly processed one of the students to go and study who held a Randese passport. Ooh. Was London, but because Uganda Ugandans could travel to Malaysia without a visa, we used to use that system to fast track things. So while you're there, they give you a two-week uh, permit, resident uh, visitors pass as a Ugandan, and then they process your visa and you yeah. can stay. This child went to go to the airport. They said, "But where is your visa?" Oops! They had to send her all the way back. Oh. But it was not deportation. I made sure that she was not being deported. But they told her, you first, first go back, get your papers worked out, mm-hmm. and then come back. As if, you are, as if you are going to, around the corner to yeah. you know, Nigeria <laughs> to or Nigeria something. Yeah. <laughs> now, the process of getting her back,
2: back, to, Malaysia,
1: back to, Uganda, to Uganda, was a story of its own. Because the mother started calling me, where is my child? Your child is uh, half the world away, but she's going to come back one way or another anyway. What I learned from that was being able to, 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 to manage a crisis, working under that kind of pressure. They are six, seven hours ahead of us. Whoa. So when they would be awake, it would be in the middle of the night here, and that's when we would be coordinating everything. So I would tell them, wait for us here for the day to start, and then we shall also pick up. So I I found myself calling all sorts of people, looking for Murwana. can the child go to Thailand for a bit, because he was the consul, looking for the Singapore consul, looking for all sorts of people in Kampala, just to make sure that the girl could could stay on that part of the continent. For a few days, while they processed her paperwork, and then she enters Malaysia, it failed. She had to be brought all the way back to Uganda. Eventually, she went and studied. So that was the first. Eventually, she went back, Yeah. but that was the first challenge. But I had to be available to her mother throughout. Meanwhile, the mother was a trader from like Goma or something. So she oh, didn't speak English. Goodness. So Swahili, some Uganda, that's how we were operating. So it also helped me polish up my Swahili. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> was it was an
2: opportunity to grow, because you learned right there. It was crazy. Yeah, it was but crazy. that shut down <clears throat> mostly because of...
1: So when they started trafficking, you know yeah. girls from Uganda to to, to Middle East and Asia one of them died there we had a close relationship with our honorary consul who also passed away uh, uh, many years back uh, and so one of the girls that was that was trafficked passed away in, and became a big problem the government there changed the rules for people going yeah. to to study turns out a lot of uh, West Africans were taking advantage of Ugandan passports to get in so they would come here buy the passport and enter there as if yeah, Uganda. Uganda. And for them, they just see black.
2: Yes. Of they course. do
1: not know that there's Uganda, there's a Ugandan, and <laughs> yes. there are different people. Yes,
2: yeah. different people.
1: Um, so yeah. that
2: business died so because that bi- trust was lost anyway. Even yeah. From your clients and the themselves. process became complicated. Yes. The clients
1: thought, you guys, until the ones who are trafficking our children yes. said, really, you guys. So that that sort of pushed us out. But of course the immaturity we could have managed it and still but we're still young and just starting out. Yeah. Then I started farming. Uh-huh. Started farming <laughs> uh, Farmed in fact from that farming project uh-huh. that many years ago. Uh, a product which is still around now, uh, uh, m- my partner runs it, uh, called Fresh Spices. So if you've seen Akashenda, there's a chili called Akashenda.
2: Akashenda.
3: Not,
1: not Akabanga, uh-huh, Akashenda. Akashenda. Okay. And there's a wide range of other products, black pepper. So we're on the shelves competing with Tropical Heat. Oh. So all of you guys who buy your spices, there's another thing called fresh spices, which is probably Ugandan. Those things of buying other countries things when we are here. The borders are even closer. I don't know where you get to them. May it be be smuggling. So so we started that, did farming. Out of that farming, we started uh, doing deliveries of fresh food to restaurants. So you know how a friend says, look, we got this contract from one of these big corporates to do their lunch. Uh, and we need so much food, we need it on time, we are struggling. So we thought, but we, we used to grow tomatoes, we used to grow okra, we used to grow what in, in Mukono at the farm and sell it to Nakasero market. So when we were in the market, we established a, a relationship with the market vendors, yes. some of those women. So we said, give us your list, your shopping list. So we would go to the market at 4, 5 in the morning, Nakasero. Mm. It is bustling at that time, you guys don't understand. 4 AM. Trucks are offloading, women are picking money from, from yeah, them. Money counts and gives you your money. So we started buying from those people at uh, five in the morning and then delivering to the restaurants that needed wow. this, 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 this fresh food. Uh, and so that kept growing. Then somebody wanted oh, potatoes. You call Kava so can you get me potatoes? And somebody says, We also need a charcoal. So <laughs> Why not? The chaco, the bag, is the same as the potatoes bag. We looked for the (laughs) chaco vendors. So what was interesting was, you know, five in the morning, do all these deliveries by eight because Mm -hmm. they need to start cooking. Yes. You would be, you'd go into these restaurants. Imagine some of these nice restaurants in Kampala, Kisementi, the bistro. You're in the kitchen behind weighing things with (laughs) a... So yeah. you, you, come, you come out with your delivery, note at midday. Others are entering for lunch. Yeah, your buddy yeah, like, yeah. you what are you doing You, you order from the kitchen for <laughs> us wait- waiters come, this side serve us. Uh You know, carrying bags of charcoal yes. off, off the pickup to supply them. So we're doing all of that. I was doing all of that with the guys that I was employing to do that. Uh, then I sort of got tired <laughs> of, of the hours. Because by midday, <laughs> you, you are finished. finished. And so you just have to rest and start again at 4 in the morning the next day. Uh, so did that, did some uh, real estate brokerage, wow. encountered too many buyers, nobody owns anything. Everyone is selling something. Yeah. So that was a challenge in itself. Uh, but there were lessons there. People who sti- there are people who still call me today to say, I am looking for a protein. I'm like, guys, that was seven years ago. Where, where, where is my number that people are still calling me up to now? Uh, but made a lot of contacts through that uh, and understood how, you know, all this was, for me it was just experimentation. Go out there, try it, you've studied this, it's so practical, there's, there's no textbook that you're going to work off of, so you need to get into the deep end and roll. Uh, In that journey, I co-found a outsourced call center company. Yeah, outsourced wow. call center. Uh, that was also quite interesting. We were on the back end of you know some of these companies. People would call in and say we are looking for this, and we answer as that company. Uh, that went places, but then issues happened. So that's the first time I had to be involved in a liquidation of a company, shut it down. Uh, I, had, I had I left that to start spare, uh, but then remained you know a founder and board member, co-founder and board member. Uh, a director of the company, but then when it ran into these problems, then I, I had to come in now to help solve you those finished. problems, show up in court,
2: yeah.
1: explain why you want to close the company, say, literally, it's filing bankruptcy. Yes. You say the company can no longer operate. We had a brilliant uh, IT manager, who Mzungu guy, who left for other opportunities and left us exposed. We, his brains were different, yeah. he was like a mini genius. So that was, that was a very... There customers who we had gotten, some of whom had paid, and we had to go back to them and tell them, we are sorry, we will not be able to deliver, having given us your money. So Wow, man. Yeah. Then space started. Now, and finally,
2: I... <laughs> this is five years of all these, like, 100 uh. businesses in five years. Surely uh, that is real
1: experimentation. That was serious experimentation. Space started. I said, you know what? I read a book, uh, The Power of One, I said, I think this thing, there's something here. Let me first focus on this one thing. Yes. <laughs> and first have peace, sleep at night, yeah. and, and, and all of that. So uh, that's how Spay came about. Uh, we were seated in the center of town, Colville Street. Uh, I would drive my car in the morning, go park it in a parking yard where I'm paying. Yes. Uh, when I need to run around for meetings, other people have blocked me in so I can't get my car. So I have to use a border, I have to walk if it's raining, I have to get a special hire. So I figured, I thought to myself, we needed to move around quite often to go pitch, do proposals and all of that. And getting around was always a challenge. But also I drive from home where I don't pay, then I come here in town, then pay, then Then I drive my car back and I don't pay, then I come back tomorrow and pay somebody. (laughs) I have no shares in this parking lot, where am I driving a car to come and pay somebody else to park it for me? Wow. So, it's, it's so that's where I started to think to myself, you know, and I was looking for something else. Yes. I, I, I was ready to transition from, from the call center business. Uh, and so I prayed and I said to God, you know what, transport, I don't know why. I've never done transport. I don't understand it. But there was this thing in my gut, you know those butterflies. Mm. I would stay up at night thinking about this thing. I, would, I, I was so excited about it. And I said, God, this is where I'm going to test you now. I'm going to walk by faith. <laughs> I'm going to close my eyes and just go, and I will see what you're going to do. And so that's how I fell in with SPA.
2: Wow. Yeah. Wow. So Spare. begins, that's summary, right?
1: That's a summary. Mm.
2: That's, that's a summary of <laughs> 10 years, right? A summary of 10 years. So Spare has begun, mm. um, and, and, and right now it's five years of Spare, right? Right. It's five years of SPA. Yeah. I guess what I want to then, it's been five years. How did you begin? How much money did you need to begin um, the journey of SPay? Sort of because then it will give us a good idea of how have you grown? What has been the difference between this one? Because it has lasted five whole years. Mm. Uh, between What has been the difference? And also maybe if you can talk a little bit about what SPA, like in terms of what you do, how many yeah. people you... you work with your stakeholders mm. the people who have the taxis, and then you we know you have five people you're employing full-time but the growth journey of of spare and some of the key things that you've learned that have now kept you that you learned from the other years that have kept this business growing yeah. and going yeah
1: so when i started spare i i had you know you just meet people along the way so so spare had been uh, brewing in my head for all of maybe, you know, since 2014, for about six months. So in all that time I was doing research. I was reading up. Um, by the way, it was in that research, uh, now in 2015, as we are starting, that we la- I learned of Uber. Yeah, that <laughs> I learned you about learned of Uber, Uber yeah. yeah. So everybody I was telling, because when I have an idea, I-, I talk to a couple of people just to validate and say, am I running mad? Is this real? You know, people throw questions back at you that yes. you have to answer. It takes you back to the drawing board. So everyone was saying, you are running mad. Special hire? <laughs> yes. Maybe you go and do a master's or something. I think you are frustrated. <laughs> you want to drive a special? I said, no, I'm not the one who is driving. But we move every day. There's an opportunity here. <laughs> Everybody told me, you are mad. Mm. So I, I, I was mad. I kept doing my research uh, and decided, you know what? I'm going to go ahead with this. The, the way I was feeling was just too much. And so uh, I, I, had, I was getting married at the time. I was preparing my mm. wedding. Of course I prioritized planning spay over the wedding. <laughs> oh no. My, 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 of course. My, my, my wonderful wife thanks to her. But she was on my have you going to try on your suits? I'm like, man, I'm interviewing drivers here. Can we talk later? <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk later? Uh, the suit will come dress you, don't worry. I won't be in jeans at the wedding. Um so so I I had a driver who helped me out during that time because of running around. So I started with him and like two other guys. Um, And then, you know, when you're starting a business, one of the things uh, is is looking for collaborators, people Mm. who can help you along the journey. Where you don't have money, so I mean, must have started with like maybe 10, 15 million shillings, so some of the savings from our wedding contributions.
2: Oh, gosh.
1: I was really, I needed to start this thing. I really needed to start this thing. Of course, I didn't have that money before it came in later. Mm. But then I was like, you know what, at least there's some money to start with here. Um, and so I, I went to a friend whose family have been in the car sales business, on a car bond. Mm. So I go to my friend, I'm like, I have this idea, but I don't have cars. But you have all these cars which are packed here every day. While you wait for guys to come and buy them, can we at least like get like two simple ones? And we see how this thing can work, please. I'm also putting in mine. <laughs> then you bring, like, two.
2: Including your car. In my car
1: was the first one, the car zero zero one. Yeah. Then you brought in two cars, and then that's how we just started from there. Uh, and the idea really was to serve a sort of a, a corporate niche of people who, who work on appointments and mm. say, I, I have an appointment at midday uh, tomorrow or, or two hours from now. Can you send somebody to, to pick me up? And so we we'll do that, and we record where they have gone, and, and it was a prepaid service. Mm. So you sort of bought... Kilometers. Mm-hmm. Not like where you buy airtime or you yes. buy yaka. So you buy your 50, 20 kilometers. We credit them to your account. And then every time you move, we just keep drawing down on that. On drawing down on that. So you didn't have to pay cash out of pocket every time.
2: Yes.
1: Uh, and so that's, that's just how it started. Uh, very small, very basic. Um, through relationships, leveraging relationships. Yes. Talking to different people. Uh, I remember our first corporate client uh, it was a good friend, Judy, from Night Frank. Yeah. They called us in and said, "Guys, well, so this thing you're doing, we have a problem of moving our people around. Yes. We have clients who need to see property. We need to see what we have to go and see people's property they want to sell. Can you do this for us?" And I said, "Man, we are only doing individuals for now. We are not yet ready for corporate company." He <laughs> said, "You are going to do it for Good, us, By force, Yes. He yes. said, "Guys, let us try." Yes. <laughs> so we said that was our very first corporate customer. Uh, we still had them. We still have them till today. Wow. So there were corporate customers zero zero one yes. company
2: that so started. you had to to learn because it's like every opportunity is an opportunity to grow. Every opportunity. And to learn. Like you yes. thought you'd be serving only individuals, yes. but now by saying yes yeah. and then figuring it out. We
1: had to figure it out as we went along. Yeah. Our pricing was meant for individuals. So yes. twenty kilometers. A company is going to move twenty kilometers in a day. Uh-huh. So we had to time stain all of those wow. what we had for, for individuals, we had to time stain it for the corporate guys. And,
2: and find more drivers. Yeah, yeah. So, what are some of the challenges you've you've had to overcome as as a business? Because then Uber comes in. Then you know, and and, and, and in, around the time you're starting, Uber is also getting known in Uganda, and they're bigger. They have more advertising. You know, how have you? Because you're still running five years later and mm. profitable. Mm. How? What? What are some of the challenges you faced and? And, and, and overcame and have learned from as a
1: business? So, I, you know, when we, were, when we were starting out, we used to make fun in the office mm. about David and Goliath, when and then Uba comes, <laughs> David and what, 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 there'll be <laughs> Goliath, what, then they came. Yeah. We hadn't practiced our sling. We didn't even have the butida. <laughs> we didn't even have the Utida for them. So fortunately, again, just through networks and meeting people in, in all those other things I'd been practicing and, and trying out before, uh, I had made a few relationships uh, with people much older than me. Mm. Uh, and so somebody called me and said, you know, these guys are coming into town, but you're the only one I know who's doing something similar. Why don't you come and we meet and we talk? So, so I met the, the, the Uber guys when they first came. Uh, and long story short is actually we, we, you know, we, we offered our help. To the extent that the person who launched, who they sent to launch it here, uh, very nice guy from uh, from Cote d'Ivoire, was sitting in my office. So we thought, you know what? You can't beat them. Join them. Yes.
3: They're
1: already entering the market. They don't enter through partnerships. There's no franchise. No. It is them themselves. They come. Yeah. And when they come, it's like a tsunami. They just (laughs) wipe you out. Yes. So I thought, you know what, let's get as close to them as possible. Let's see what can come out of it. So, you know what came out. <laughs> this is where people who had been telling me I'm running mad before said, PEE guy. This is the thing you are talking about. No. <laughs> I'm like what yeah. you guys? I told you the thing. I mean it has to, somebody from outside has to come for you to understand what I'm saying. So everyone thought uh, that I was the one who had brought Uber. I wish.
3: But, yeah. No, it,
1: wasn't, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. But we helped them set up. Uh, but very quickly, we realized we, you know, they, they, were, they were cannibalizing us. <laughs> because they, 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 the speed at which they were moving, they said, you know, since you guys have your drivers, sign them up with us, and then we begin. I, I approached a few other competitors or, or similar companies to us and said, guys, these guys are here, and they want to do ABCD. Would you be interested? Some came on board. Some didn't. Uh, but quickly, we realized that it was not going to work. Um, You know the trips. The drivers were complaining. Uh, Somebody booked me. They took me deep down in some bad place. My car bumper almost fell off. They gave me seven k. Yeah. So the drivers themselves started saying no. Uh, And then first year Uber, when after Uber started, we had been around for about a year. Uber starts after six months of Uber, like four other companies just fall out of the sky. They show up also. Fall out of the <laughs> sky, like paratroopers, just <laughs> pop. What, like, who are all these guys and where have they been and what is happening? So mm-hmm. that is when it first hit us. I thought to myself, what have I done? Yeah. Was this a mistake?
2: Yeah.
1: First of all, I didn't understand the transport business. Yes. Now the market is crowded all yes. of a sudden. And guys came with the energy. Yes. 50 cars poured on the road, they are all branded, they are following each other around town as if a parade. I'm <laughs> <How many laughs> you guys. And you're there with your three cars, <laughs> four, <laughs> five. <laughs> it, was, it was not easy. <laughs> we have to laugh. That's, I swear, that's when <laughs> my car here I think came around <laughs> It was stressful. Ah. We went from being busy, sitting in the office and looking at each other, like, and waiting and saying, you guys, I think something's going to happen. You just wait. Today, <laughs> may, it be diff- today may it be different. A life of an it was. <laughs> I'm telling you, all of a sudden. And so around that time, I was in a very, very, very low place. Yeah. Because we were so excited about this thing. And I, you know, I remember questioning what I said "But you guys. Really? You told me to fall in. You had my back. <laughs> yeah. Now, what is happening? And so... Um, I, I got an opportunity to take a trip. Uh, I'm a member of uh, an organization called BNI, which I know I mean, mm-hmm, you know. Yes. Uh, a lot of worship harvesters are BNI members. And so I won a trip during that time, and it was by raffle. So I remember praying as I got into the meeting, 6.30 in the morning, I said, God, you know I need this trip. Yes. Please, I need to go away and just reset yes. and come back. And so I, I, I was able to get this trip with my wife, went away uh, for the weekend, and I, went, I had been reading Good to Great. Mm-hmm. So I go with my book, so, as my dear wife was enjoying Masai Mara, what thing, I so was, has suffered. I, she has really <laughs> suffered. You, you have to have a team member like that one <laughs> in your corner. It's true. She's the one who is whooping me when I'm yeah. really suffering. So I went and started studying Good to Great. I read it, and then I started studying it, mm. uh, and that's where it hit me. And you know, it, it, it it's, You can look at the glass as, as half full or half empty. Mm. So for us it was now Uber has helped us realize our shortcomings. Hello, be so, careful with such n- quotes. No no yeah. that you are in my presence. Torah people torah people like you, yeah. you, you allow them to <laughs> reach where they reach.
2: Be very careful. You you also please. do what
1: you do. <laughs> so it, it helped us to realize what our weaknesses were. Mm. So so that, that weekend away, praying, reading this book, meditating, thinking about uh, why we had done it. So for us, that, the why was very important. Mm. Because it, I went back to why did we even start this in the first yes. place? You know, So that we do not have you know, so many people driving. We don't all need to drive. So there's still a space there for us to, to create value for, for people. We just need to articulate what we do well enough, yes. understand our strengths well enough, uh, and then target those people. There are niches within the market that mm. you can pick. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and so I went and did a SWOT analysis. Wow. I studied these things in school, yes. then left them there. <laughs> yes. Then I thought, you know what, I think this thing can help. Mm. Do your SWOT, do your competitors SWOT. See, they also have weaknesses. Yes. Understand where their weaknesses are, uh-huh. where your strengths and weaknesses are, and then see how to fit into those gaps, because the gaps will be there. Yes. And so that is how we managed to, 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 to ride that wave. Uh, and we came, I came back from that weekend, told the guys, scrap everything we have been doing. Wow. Let me tell you, one of my favorite quotes is a quote from Jeff Bezos. Bezos said, an entrepreneur has to be ready to be misunderstood. Yes. People won't understand what you're yes. doing. You're the one who knows. Mm. And you may not be able to share everything. Even if you did, they may not they understand. understand yeah. Yeah? So I said, scrap everything we have been doing. We are going to pick a niche, and that niche is going to be the airport.
2: Wow.
3: We're not
1: doing this whole town stuff. Yes. First of all, we like appointment-based things. Yes. Scheduled transport yes. is what we do. The flight is the most scheduled thing. <laughs> right. It will yeah. leave you
2: yeah.
1: if you don't keep time. Mm. Uh, the people we are dealing with are people who will appreciate and understand something like this and pay for it. This town service, these 5k 5k trips, you have to do 20 trips for it to be worth it. But the way and tell on the car is also higher. Yeah, In those yes. 20 trips, I'll go once to the airport and I'll get the same money. Mm. And it will just be one straight trip. But it's also an opportunity to exceed easily exceed expectations because people going to the airport is can be a scatter. I forgot my briefcase where I forgot my passport. I'm sitting at the office. The traffic jam. So it was an opportunity to get into that space and show people a different way of being able to get to the airport. Wow. Bunke free is what we used yes. to call it, without a grain. Yeah. free, yeah.
2: So now you've just talked about how your niche is the airport. And yeah. of course, guys, send us questions. Some onya is asking, how are you financing all your experiments? But I wanted to ask about, so the COVID comes, your niche is airport
1: transfers. Yeah.
2: We all know that those have significantly reduced. Reduced?
1: Maybe we don't know. You are being, you are being polite, maybe.
2: <laughs> they are non-existent. You not,
1: existent. See, you're not okay. there. I wish I just I had reduced. To say that they
2: had They are not there. So what? How have you been able to reinvent yourselves? Because one of the things I think I love about your story is that I keep hearing you reinventing yourself, figuring out new ways to do what you love to do, which is entrepreneurship. You told me earlier that one of the things you love to do is creating things from scratch and also providing opportunity to change lives out there so what have you done mark to continue to be relevant in a time like this what's going on for you
1: the good thing in this time only essential workers had to be relevant it's the rest of us (laughs) who were out to just sit back it was a first holiday if you have never taken a holiday you know we don't take leave as uh, business owners you are forever working. It's
3: true.
1: Even when you're on a holiday, in your mind you're thinking, aha, when we go back, this is what we are going to do. Like, guy, this was a time for switching off. No, Don't no, think no, about no, what no. you're going to do when you get back. Off, yeah. um, but, you know, it, for, it, it was a, a case of look, just, just sit back, take a break, sit back, think, uh, reset, re strategize. Uh, the opportunities are going to come back and when, when they do, when the opportunity opens up again, it needs to find you. Sometimes you do not get this space and time to just sit back and think. There's yes. always so much happening. Yeah. So this was like a hard reset. So first, go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. Have you gone off course? Uh, are you still doing what you had set out to do? Yeah. So to be honest, we, we, it hit us in March early because we, we have a lot of people coming in from out of the country Yes. and um, they started to cancel late Feb, early March. And this year was lined up. There were all sorts of conferences. Yes. We had been talking to people, we were hosting things we had never hosted. So many people coming in. And so we had a couple of gigs lined up. So people started to book by early March. So that's when we went back to the news and said, What is happening? Yeah,
2: they had started to cancel. That there's
1: this thing called Corona mm. outside the countries. Mm.
2: <laughs> it was outside
1: countries. And our customers are outside countries. And so when they started to cancel these things, we thought, we, we thought to ourselves, you know what, it, it's only coming here, so we, we might as well take a break for now, because your lives come first, all our lives come first. So even before the president had announced, we had decided the week before, I think it was a Thursday, he announced on a Tuesday. The Thursday, I told guys, you know what, just stay home for now. Uh, we had always been able to work online, mm. remotely. So that helped greatly yeah. so let's just coordinate and, and and remain online our customers don't need to come into our office so we don't need to physically be there uh, everything is on email on whatsapp and all of that so i said go away let's think about it uh let's let's see what the situation is you can't always be pa sometimes you need to just stop for a second uh, and 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 scan the environment see what's happening and then move again that pause can take you a lot farther than if you kept going. Wow. You might burn out, you might yes. get tired. So we, we, again, it was a half full, half, half empty, empty situation where it is always half full for us. So it may look bad, there's always a silver lining, just wait for it, it's coming. Wow.
2: Um, guys, please give us, send us some more questions. Mark, I feel like your story is so encouraging, especially maybe for some people who rebuilding right now for them means stopping. Yeah. And rethinking yeah. and reinventing and, and getting ready for opportunities that are coming and knowing that it's a time of preparation. It's not a shutdown, it's just yeah. an opportunity to stop, yeah. re strategize, yeah. you know, get ready for the opportunities that are coming yeah. as opposed to feeling like maybe rebuilding means I must be doing something and the something means that I must be like, but if, if it's shut down, it's shut down. What can you do if your transport is. Yeah. Then what you do is reinvent, re strategize, yeah. use the time to get ready to put in Baker yes. for the next yes. opportunities that are coming. Would you guys please let us know what has stood out for you so far and what, so any questions that you have at this point? Right now, we are joined by Mrs. Okulo, Angela, who's going to just sort of wrap this thing up and, and ask some more interesting yeah. questions. Yeah.
0: There's a question that I need you to answer before we start. Yeah. The name's Spee. You know, we were surprised the other day we hosted... Lydia, Lydia NLS, and yeah. we thought it was this like dope, you know, and it was her name. So we might be here thinking Spay is obvious, but please tell us. It
2: might be his yes. name.
0: <laughs> you know. Well, it back. may be like an So the name Spe.
1: Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll just start by saying, you know, personal branding is very important. I can't tell you how many times I said, this is this linked to Speciosa? Yay! Yeah. Like,
2: sorry. Oh, wow, Angela. <laughs> she laughs like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Special. I mean, she built such a strong brand that so many years later, Spe is just Speciosa. As, yeah, yes, is speciosa. Is speciosa. So Spe is real. It was an old slang word for special hire. Special.
3: Yeah. Special, hire. Yeah.
0: special yeah. I just needed to be sure.
1: We needed like wanted something that resonated for? with Wanaji. Yeah. yeah it makes sense.
0: Yeah. And and there's uh, people asking how to access. Is there an app? Is there
1: so we have no app yet, it's, mm. it's something we have been building, but slowly I feel mm. like I'm always deleting apps on my phone mm. because there's just not enough space on the phone for all these apps that we yeah. need yeah. and for the type of work that we do, how many times are you going to go to the airport that you need an app just for that? Maybe once every three months, right? So I don't want you to download my app, which costs a lot of money to build properly, and then delete it tomorrow. It will pay us a lot if you delete your app. Mm -hmm. So we have a website, uh, we have email, Mm -hmm. we have WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. People have always booked their flight tickets that way. We didn't see any reason to to change it.
0: Uh, We have plans for the app, though. We have a
1: WhatsApp number www.spe.ug.
0: So simple. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: Info at spay.ug is, the, is email. the email
0: address.
1: 701 000 659 is our telephone
0: number.
1: 701 659. 000 So as long as you say, send us a picture of your ticket, take a picture, say this is my flight ticket, I'm on a repatriation flight, please pick me.
0: Oh, and it's done. It's done. The thing that I've been, when, when you were speaking, I kept thinking of Luke 1, 37, mm. for with God nothing will be like, yes. impossible. You've tried so many things, and, and the phrase that kept coming to my mind is you see opportunities, and you seize the moment. Mm. You see the opportunity, you seize the moment. Someone says, you remind me of, you know what the thing we keep saying about Indians, that if you walked into an Indian shop that sells shoes, mm he said, oh, I need a soda. Oh, we have that here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and <they'll, laughs> yeah. And they'll make sure to get that soda to you and you pay that shop. Yeah. And yes. then they're like, guys, now we need to start stocking sodas because yeah. people now know that we stock sodas. Yeah. You see the opportunities. You seize the opportunities. Even now, during lockdown, you saw an opportunity for rest. Yeah. It's yeah. like, OK, you seized it. You're like, now let us use this time to reflect to build, you're always seeing opportunities. And I wonder if it's a, a thing that, did you learn it along the way? Is it a, a character yeah. thing? Was it taught to you by your parents? When you're speaking, I'm like, you're seeing opportunities. Someone mentions in passing, hey, I like Kabela Gala. Let's start making, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: how? You know, I think it's just that passion for entrepreneurship for starters. Mm. This is what it's about, and this is what we studied in school about entrepreneurship. It's, it's, it's solving problems. It's delivering value. So the moment somebody has expressed a need to open their wallet and take out money and give it to you, then you need to meet them at that point. Yeah. But then not, yeah. not stop there. Yes. Build it up from there, because there will be others like him. And if you do it better than the next person, then everyone is going to say, you know what, if you want your soda, eh? the best soda in an Indian shop, go to that shop.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> so the way to see opportunities is to know that you're always solving
1: problems. You have to always solve problems. Always there are so many yeah, problems problem. to solve. Are, yeah. let's
0: solve it. Yeah. Pro- because I think sometimes people think opportunity and they're thinking, I don't know, you're going to sit there and the thing is going to open up, but it's like there's a problem, let's
1: solve it. Yes. Yeah. But also problem, the art of, of starting small. Sometimes people look at this humongous thing and it overwhelms you. Mm. And yet, like I told you, I went to my partner and said, if I bring two cars, I put in one and we see what happens. Mm. Honestly, it is just walking by faith, you guys. (laughs) I don't know how to say it. I don't have the answers. I don't know what tomorrow holds. Mm. You can only take care of today and you just need to move. Honestly, that is it. You can do all the planning. Mm. Do you know how many guys have scrapped their 2020 plans? Yeah. That's true. I mean, how many have not Mm. (laughs) scrapped their 2020 plans? Mm. You can only take care of today. The biggest companies, you hear companies which are 60 years old with a $7 billion valuation on their knees mm. for a six-month mm. pandemic.
0: Wow. You said something earlier about getting to the deep and row. B3 is also very deep end. Hey, j- jump and start rowing. Yeah, she's like, you see a thing? Let's go and we'll see what happens along the way. I've had to learn yeah, how man. to be, because I can be like, OK, so how wide is the mm. How deep does it go? Wow. So that I know which costume do I need to carry? <laughs> Get into the deep Look, end yes, and roll. See the opportunity. Seize it. I'd like. I think you should answer that question: financing, because that is one yes. of it's, it's it's a thing that can block your mind. Yes, I want to go deep end, but usually the first question and people are like capital, capital. How did you finance that thing? You wake up in the you're like, okay, it's a, how have you? How did you finance all those? And even,
1: yeah. to be very honest with you, I have a mother who loves me very much, oh. does not entertain very much my line of work of entrepreneurship, you can go and get a good job, you're a smart boy. I, you know what, honestly that is settling. So I found a way of always packaging my thing and showing her and saying, look here, just like five, ma. Mm. you see the thing, people are ready. <laughs> You see? People are already booking. And they are. You, you, you have people who have engaged you and said, look, we need this. You come with your menu from a restaurant and say, this is the food they need. Mm-hmm. Let me first go and get the first row. Then we we'll see what happens after that. Ah, it's a yeah. here. <laughs> then you now it starts funding because you have people now paying for the service. And then you, you, you take it from there. Mm-hmm. So for me, really, it has been bootstrapping. It has been uh, family. <laughs> <laughs> you, you bench you bench an uncle, you bench mom, you tell her <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the future true. is we here. Will
2: see. Yeah. Yeah. We can yeah. be wealthy, yeah. yes, that we're able to help our children, yeah. what? people, people like around work. us yeah. Yeah. who yeah. have great yeah. ideas. But I think what he's saying is that there are networks around you, yes. right? That, but many of us, we are too proud. We are scared. Yeah. You don't make the ask and you say someone's no for them, yeah. Yeah. you know? Because some people actually, they will give you what they are willing to lose. Most of the people we've had here have told us that they would go and ask for like 20 million, they give them two. But that too, you start. Yeah. You start with that and then you go forward. So not to decide that because you don't have resources, mm. that's the reason why you're not going to be able to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Someone is asking here. What drives you? What kept you going from closing one business to another? Most people would settle for a safe eight to five job after too many disappointments in business. Why did you keep going as an entrepreneur? Why didn't you just quit, smart boy, like your mother has said, get a good job?
1: (laughs) Two reasons. Mm. One, I had a safety net.
2: You had a safety net? Yes. Mm.
1: So I was not going to not have somewhere to sleep or food to eat.
2: Yeah, it's food, clothing, shelter. That one,
1: I didn't choose it. Yes. Yeah. Wife is there saying, you know what? I don't know, but go, you go for it. Go for it, we'll mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, see. It's, it's, it's not easy, though. But you have to have a, a partner, of course, who, who, who supports you and understands. It's delayed gratification. It, it will take time. But when, once it comes, we, we, we enjoy the stories of the Amazons. That's 30 years of work. Yeah. 30 years of work. We're seeing yeah. it now and saying what? Yeah. Even our president 30 years ago was not here. It's true. It is work. That's a long time it ago. It is work. <laughs> no one has said Jeff Bezos needs to step down from Amazon. They they work. Yeah? So oh, it takes oh, time. Oh, oh, the, wow. second one,
3: Oops. <laughs> the second one. The uh, second one
1: is 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 the passion for for entrepreneurship, for, for building. You see an opportunity and you can't just sit. Really a, yeah. I've, I've done some <laughs> job interviews, but you know I went for a job job interview and I put it back to the to the interviewers and they said how will we manage this one mm. it's because i come with, <laughs> with an entrepreneurs mindset i don't yet take instructions i think there are many ways we can transform this organization yes. but guys are not comfortable they want to do things the same old way i don't think i'll last for very long so mm. Um, it's the passion, but also I had that safety net. I can't, I can't discount that.
0: Yeah, passion, yeah. that thing that keeps you awake when other people are going to sleep. My wife would imagine, you know that, what? You that, sleep.
1: <laughs> there's, to, there's tomorrow, <laughs> hey, you sleep. Tomorrow you sleep. good <laughs> to greater. at the is holy the, day.
0: Uh, uh, Yeah, the thing <laughs> where <laughs> your wife. When you face disappointment, you're like, it's okay, this can go on. The big question <laughs> on my mind, friends, is are you seeing? That. Are you seeing the problems? Are you seeing the problems? Are you seeing the opportunities? Because that's what they are. Yeah. Every problem around you is an opportunity. And every problem around you is an opportunity for you to seize. Yeah. And you can make money out of every opportunity. As in, do you know that sickness is a, an opportunity?
1: Huge industry. Do tell. It's a
0: huge industry. I mean, Imagine. pharmaceutical industry, hospitals. Wow. They using, medical tourism. Yes, medical tourism. Is sickness is an opportunity. Like, <laughs> yeah, <it is.
1: laughs>
0: everything, yes, yes. Just counseling. Counseling. Are you seeing the problems just around you? Just in this, in this moment during COVID, okay, people needed food. Homemade started. It's true. Yeah. People needed food to be delivered at their homes. And be, is something that's, that can be trusted. Something that is yummy and something that can cure people's hearts. Do you understand? Know, so you <laughs> just need, like, okay, we are so stressed. We need something nice to eat. And that happens. Absolutely. You're seeing. Are you seeing the problems around you?
1: One I'm not complicating around it.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm a complicator. Tell me how you don't complicate things. You just start. That's how. <laughs> you guess, can you please talk about that just starting thing for people like us who you don't see, know how to just start. You see, you
1: don't have all the answers. So, no. first of all, you need to to, to, to to be realistic about that, that you don't have all the answers. It's true. Yeah? Mm. But what, what, what do you have? What if I think have? I can
0: go and look for the answers? Why, the, the, do you know how
2: to find the answers? By starting.
1: That is where the answer mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Mm. It is right in there. Mm. Because it's after we started, that night. Frank came and said, do this yeah. thing for us. Yes. I didn't think, ah, now am I going yeah, to convince yes. somebody like yes. a corporate company to come yes. on, on board? And others that came after that. Yeah. You're there, you receive an email from some international... Uh, Assist some big company that manages transport for a lot of corporate companies worldwide, and they write to you and say, We're looking for partners in Uganda. You just have to be around. I'm like, First of all, where did you find us? Exactly. You just went and Googled and stumbled on our email and said, That's an email. But that's, I've seen it because I I took that time to just experiment. Mm. I saw all these things, and so for me, it's like going to the gym. If you tell Kipro Teach now that, Let's go for a jog. He'll be sprinting.
2: Yes, but that's that is
1: warm up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is warm up because he has conditioned himself yes. and he has been yes. at it. Yes. So if this, it's one of those things mm. where you cannot complicate. You can't have four, five masters and a PhD to do wow. it. You just jump in. You
0: just start. You see opportunities. You work with people. I know many people are afraid of working with people because you think you're going to give someone your dream and then they are going to crush it, wow. or, you know. Yeah. Yeah, There's and, no and monopoly on ideas. And, and, and <laughs> you have worked with people extremely well. And so people are asking, what do you look for? What do you look for? You've seen an opportunity, and now you're like, I need people. Of course, the first person is your mom. You take that to good plan, and you're like, I make a five mom. Anyway. But how, what, 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 are, what, what are you looking for? What, what is it that, because we need people, guys, no one ever made it big without people. No. Like the opportunity was seen, and you can see an opportunity and stay in your small space for the mm. rest of your life. Mm. But you see the opportunity and get people on board who can stretch you, who yeah. you know, can fan the flame. Yeah. What do you look for? What, what were you looking for in those? What do you look for? Are you just looking for, hey, let's do this thing. Are you available? I, It's
1: okay. I hope this is a hard part. You just let me know whenever. <laughs> These are not hard. soft this is not a soft part. I I I, 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 I had my not fingers burnt, but you know, I had those those tough experiences of you know partnering with friends and whatnot. So um, you have to be clear. I think Bazoom will do it so well. It's not personal for us. Everything is personal. It can't be personal. If you've not delivered and we say we shake hands and say bye, Mama. you don't go behind and say that's big guy. It's not personal. Mm. But we are trying to achieve something here. But basically, you're looking for somebody who is as passionate as you, if not more. Mm. You want to know what they have been doing previously. Mm-hmm. Um, you, cannot, you can train the skills and the know-how, but you cannot train character. Oh. So you, you want to make sure that the person... And it's difficult it to judge. It's difficult mm-hmm. to, to judge. judge. You can do all the yeah. interviews. I've read a, a, a bunch of books, uh, you know, and, and some of the tips I've, I've taken away is I'll take them to, you know, like, go and do a lunch. <laughs> we'll go and do a lunch. <laughs> Don't intimidate them with three interviewers, a panel yeah. and what. Relax. You know first do that, then sieve out and find the ones who have see something to help. Just, just go, them <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go and do a lunch and break it down <laughs> and say let's just talk as people, as friends. Whether I employ you or not, let's just talk as friends. Uh, I have this idea, what do you think? So you want to see what they're going to throw back at you. Are they thinking the same way? Are they, are they switched on? Are they asking the right questions? Mm. Are they analytical? Mm. So it, it, it will be there and then you just have to now move and mm. know that you have to be ready to mm. Let them go when the need, is, when the need arises. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even then, when they have a better opportunity and you are not doing your end of it and they yeah. want to leave, yeah. you give them a big hug. No, mm-hmm. OK, not now. But you know, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: You send yeah, off hug. Pate
1: and you allow them yeah, to go. Hug. So yeah, the, the character character traits and character traits, they, they are positive. They're not only seeing the problems, but they're also seeing solutions. Because once you get into the deep end, you want people who are going to be able to, to identify the solutions like in this situation now that we are in. You can't have your whole team in a fit, you know? Everyone is panicking. You want guys to say, have have we thought about this? Why don't we try out this? Why don't you, you know? Yeah. 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 And sometimes they may not even have the experience, that, you know, five years experience, but just the way they are thinking. There are some people who will excite you just by having that conversation Mm, with them.
0: mm, And they can inspire you
1: as well, Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm going to uh, hand back to the hostess with the most to (laughs) close as well. But, guys, see the opportunities around you. See see the opportunities. Mm. See them, which are really the problems. See the opportunities, seize the moment.
2: Wow. What an incredible interview that we've had. Lots of wisdom. Lots of, clearly he's 100% entrepreneur, it's yeah. in his blood, but hopefully it has been a time of encouragement. You've learned some new things and that you can see opportunities and seize them and just start.
1: Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Summon series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. thats 393